Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another edition of the Tackle Drop Down. Yep. We've done a lot of these recently. Yeah, we have. Late, okay, so uh, we are uh, official graduates of Coronavirus University with a master's, master's degree in social distancing. I am your host, Agent Frost, along with Madam B and Big Daddy, respectively. Well, the problem is we've only, if we didn't graduate yet. We've only passed our freshman year. You, you did. <laughs> but anyway, but I was just going to say, I graduated with honors. What the hell are you talking about? No, dude? you didn't. You sat at home and did shit. And I crammed like hell the night before for my for my exams, as is tradition. Mm-hmm. I took online courses. <laughs> <laughs> Open book tests. You got the easy teacher fast. I was in the satellite school. Oh, all right. So... We have a double header. Yes, our head hurts. Thank you, Big Daddy. Um, we have a review to do for Takeover in Your House, as well as predictions for the greatest pay-per-view ever, Backlash. No, it's Backlash with the greatest wrestling match ever. But so we'll be- get into that. So before we get to that, we got a little bit of uh, breaking news for you. So stay tuned for that. Three, two, one. Yes. Very nice. Welcome to the pre-show. Hello, everyone. Really? Already? Yeah. Damn. Time flew. I yeah. know. Breaking news. Um, for those of you guys that are in Orange County. Yep. Uh, curfew has been lifted. <gasps> are you now in phase? Phase three? two. Three. Those two. We're still in two. Yeah, which means bars and movie theaters at fifty percent capacity. Theme park started. No, that's next month. Yes, mm-hmm. that's next month. You're a little, you're a little ahead. Big man here's been back to work for a hot minute now. So yeah, how are the crowds, by the way? Five to six thousand per park. So, not at full. Obviously, not full capacity, but still not. We're not bad. even at full quarter capacity. Okay, so. People are coming. It's just not as many as people thought. Like, they're not flooding the gates. And a lot of people are pissed off at Disney now. Why? With their new... They've singled out the tri-state... The New York tri-state area. Uh Oh, no. Saying that if you're coming from there, you must quarantine yourself 14 days in Florida before coming to the theme park. I mean... They are the epicenter now of the virus. But still, yeah. most people don't have enough money to spend 14 days down here inside of a hotel room quarantined just so they can fucking go to goddamn Disney. Right, so they may need to, you know... Rethink Excuse my French, I'm going on a tangent. I'm using up all of our cuss words. For everybody. You can't use my cuss words. Yeah. Oh, yes, I can. Oh, you cannot. Yeah, we, re- we revisited that rule uh, two episodes ago. Yep. Um, we did? Yes, we did. Are we on un- unlimited? You just weren't listening. Probably. <laughs> Not a shock. Yes. Uh, our language parameters are the 9 to 10 rule when it comes to um, tackle drop down, which means mm-hmm. only two, not three, F bombs. Okay. So I used up all six of ours. <laughs> you use up all of our F bombs. You jerk. So. 
Now let's um, get to this week in wrestling since there are no more current events. If you guys want to add any. Well, um, we do have current events. Go ahead. This Friday in Cocoa Beach, Florida, the return of ARW <laughs> to a live audience. Did you not hear what I just said? Oh. I said um, this week in wrestling. Oh. You said current events. Right, but okay, okay this fine. Is, it's this week in wrestling. It, we're transitioning now. Now you made that announcement about... No. Yeah, because I said current events, which means anything other than wrestling. Uh, okay. <laughs> but it's cool. Lack of sleep. <laughs> hey, I'm with you. Um, that's all good. So that's good. Uh, any more uh, events in wrestling? WXW is going to be back on Saturday, June the 13th. Um, I don't know if they still have any tickets left. Uh, I, I haven't. Don't do. I don't think they do because they were doing the same thing, only limited capacity. But... Although I do have current event, and it's quite a comical current event. Go ahead. So Memphis, University of Memphis, just released their plan for the 2020-2021 football season, announcing that uh, in correspondence with the Tennessee uh, Board of Health, that they will not, they will not uh, as of this time, they are not selling single-game tickets. The only people that will be allowed in the stadium as fans are going to be season ticket holders. Ooh. Wow. They can do that because they play at the Liberty Bowl. That's true. Interesting. All right, so... Another current event. Yes. Uh, big man uh, references uh, off the cuff about a certain GTA GTA game being released in 2021. So GTA 5. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, GTA 5 has been around for five years now? Mm. Four or five years? Mm-hmm. It's been a while. It's been around for a little and bit. It will be released to PlayStation 4 with free downloads sometime this year. And it will be released on the PlayStation 5 in, in 2021 when GTA 6 is supposed to be coming out here soon. <laughs> like I told him, it was like when uh, Xbox released Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2X, like months before Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 came out. Which reminds me, I do have to do the pre-order for... Remaster one and two. Nice. Let me know how that goes. Oh, now shout out to Chad Musker. He looks a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. That is true. So, transitioning into this week in wrestling, let's talk about Raw is Charlotte. Oh, do we have to? Well, we can talk about the petition that's gaining. It's got like a half a million signatures already. Yeah. <laughs> to really? stop giving titles to Charlotte. You know what? I mean, we could also I mean, do the same for Bailey and Sasha as a tag team champions. Oh my gosh. Still can't believe they got the damn straps again. But it looks like it may be going to uh, NXT here soon. Hopefully. That would be kind of awesome. Uh, hopefully, uh, Kai and uh, Raquel get it. I would like to see. No, that. it looks like right now it's going to it's going to be. Uh, Shotzi and Tegan. Shotzi and Tegan. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting group. Um. So, any highlights from Raw? Chicken. Uh. Aside besides from that, um, besides the best segment of the night, which was performed by middle-aged men. Ooh. <laughs> what happened? There was a, what was it, Christian uh, interview the, Edge. Yeah, it was the uh, ENC show. Mm. And Christian was obviously being the instigator. Because it's Christian. Randy Orton came out cutting <sighs> a great promo. Mm-hmm. As only Randy Orton can. All these, like, these three guys, 
need to go to the performance center and teach those kids how to cut a fucking promo. Honestly, the, those three and then Ed and John. And The Miz. Those mm-hmm. five could hold promo classes like nobody's business. But they just released the uh, ratings battle mm-hmm. between AEW we'll get to that. and NXT. We'll get to that. Um... So, you talked about this match with Alistair Black. Yes. Apparently, I was, you know, scrolling through Instagram, as one is wont to do, and I come across this video, and it's one of those you blink, you miss it kind of videos, where um, Seth Rollins is on commentary, he's looking into the camera, and he's trying to say something extremely important. Whatever it is, we don't know because out of nowhere, a wild black appears. And we're talking Aleister Black. Yes. Aleister Black just comes in, yeets himself, and, you know, lands on the Monday Night Messiah. I'm honestly waiting for them to change his name. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) False prophet Seth Rollins. No, not him. Aleister. You you want him to go back to Tommy End? No. I think they're just going to drop black. And just make a mouse because of current. I mean, amounts. I mean, dude, it's just a name. Let's leave it alone. Yeah, leave it, leave it be, Sam. I am. So, um, Raw ended with Charlotte holding the Raw Women's Championship because I th- what was it? It was a tag match, right? I believe it was. It was because Bailey and, and Sasha Banks showed up. Yep. I think the the worst or the and this is weird because like Charlotte is on Oscar's side feuding mm-hmm. with Sasha Banks and Billy as a face. Yes. And then after the match, Charlotte attacks Oscar like a heel. I think I finally found the person who has turned more face and heel than Randy Orton and Big Show combined. That's scary because the Big Show is like turn after turn after turn <laughs> after turn. It's the song. Everything turn, turn, turn. Ah! Alright, so I think the the picture of the night that we can, in my opinion, I can sum up wrong one picture. What is it? It was the picture of Bliss and Cross as after they lost the women's tag team chant, the tag titles. Oh. The look of defeat. Yes. So moving on to Wednesday night. Yes, um, because we didn't watch Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so the let's ratings, talk about ratings. Yes. NXT closed the gap significantly. Wow. Uh, Dynamite averaged six uh, six hundred and seventy thousand viewers during the two hour show. Oof. Yep. NXT six hundred and seventy three thousand viewers. That's kind of insane. So there's only a four thousand viewer gap. Ah. In my opinion, I watched both. In my opinion, NXT went out this week. This week. Well, it was the uh, the post show, and there's and there's a I, lot. There were just great matches. And there's and there's a lot to talk about. There is a lot to talk about. Uh, so let's talk about NXT. Um. Uh, okay. So it started out with uh, Cole coming out and talking. Oh, the dream can't do anything anymore. Blah blah blah. And then he walks away. <laughs> In typical cool fashion. Okay. The next match, or the first match of the night, was what I predicted weeks ago. Go. Was the mixed tag between the Garganos 
and Keithley meet the leads. Yeah. Which actually was a very good match well, for the women because they ended up beating each other. Like they beat up the guys. Mm-hmm. Even uh, Keith Lee took a DDT from the cupcake. With thanks to Gargano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay. overall, it was a good match. Gargano and Lady Gargano are working the heel really well right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, next match after that was the return of the uh, excuse me, the return of the new AOP. <laughs> if you look at it, they are the new way over. Yeah. You can't unsee it. With uh, Malcolm Bivens. With Malcolm Bivens. Yeah. Uh, facing two indie guys. You all know who game. won. Um, after that, the next match was uh, Finn Balor. They cut a backstage promo where Drake, the, uh, the referee Drake, was talking with Regal, saying that, oh, well, Cameron Grimes says he can't wrestle tonight because... His jaw hurts. His, uh, he thinks his jaw may be broke. Blah, blah, blah. Cut to outside, Cameron Grimes is trying to hook up with two younger ladies. Mm-hmm. Cameron, don't call me Rick Grimes. Mm-hmm. And Drake is standing behind him, and he sees Drake, and he's like, Drake, man, just go away. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get... I'm trying to get get this thing going. It's like, well, Drake goes, I have something to tell you, and Mr. Regal wants to talk to you. Oh! oh. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic Edge and Christian. Yep. Yeah, right? Uh, he gets forced to wrestle against Finn Balor. Oof. Finn Balor wins. Of course. So, rubber match time. Huh. Yep. One on one now. Um, next match after that was... I'm trying to remember what the top man without looking. Because um, we got to talk about the... Uh... We'll get to the segments. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, it was Adam Cole versus... Uh... Or his WWE name. What's his indie name? Wrestle Impact. Um, oh, Dexter Lewis. Thank you. Formerly uh, Sam Shaw. Dexter was beating the crap out of him. Adam Cole wins via shenanigans. Of course. Uh, dirty pen. Uh, then Velveteen Dream comes out and beats the ever living piss out of uh, Fish and O'Reilly. No, or O'Reilly Strong. wasn't there. Strong. Fish and Strong. Fishing strong and fishing Dexter, strong, and then Dexter goes after Adam. Adam does the wily coyote thing and runs. Uh, Dream chases the other two off. Adam Cole goes back into the ring. He's like, "I'm champion. I will always be champion." Lights go dark. Crosses music hits. Out walks the beautiful Scarlet. Mm-hmm. In all black spandex, mm-hmm. and just sets an hourglass on the ring and flips it up, doesn't say anything, and walks away. TikTok. Yep. I would be perfectly, perfectly fine with Cross getting the NXT title this early. As much as I'd love to see it go to Dream or to. Um, 
Keith, mm -hmm. which is what everybody thinks is going to be the next challenger is Keith. I would rather it be on cross, and then you can have a massive feud with two strong guys mm -hmm. in Keith Lee and Killer Cross. Okay. Because then Scarlett would actually have to wrestle. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I want to see her wrestle. I want to see if they'll allow her to actually wrestle instead of trying to be just a sex figure. But on Dynamite... Hold on. We forgot one thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The you're Drake, right. the, I did forget that. Yes, the... Uh, so be, the before the, that, they <laughs> crowned the new... Into, uh, the new... Uh, Interim champion, champion, champion. El Hijo de Letazma. Drake Maverick comes out to congratulate and cuts a really well-fought promo. Yes. And he's like, well, I know I can beat you, so how about it? And then he says, see. And then lights go out and enter to the two masked the, luchadors. Yes, we've seen these guys, the the the, the luchador cap the luchador uh, kidnappers. The, the lucha ninja. The, the lucha, lucha ninjas. Yeah, the lucha ninjas. The, the, the lucha nappers. Who's yes, yeah, the lucha nappers, thank you. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, okay, we're all like, okay, cool. They're gonna probably steal Phantasma, yada yada yada. Well, swerve, swerve. Where's Scott? <laughs> Turn around. There yeah. we go. Um, Phantasma's facing Drake, and then proceeds to beat the ever living piss out of him, and then he's standing over his dead dying carcass, takes his mask off. And announces that he is the leader of the group, along with Phoenix. No. Yes. Raul. Raul. Raul Mendoza and. Joaquin Wild. Whatever. Joaquin. So Ray those. C J Z. Those two. <laughs> Shima Zion. There you go. Joaquin Wild. I I know his name. So that's interesting. And it took me a while to realize who <laughs> that was walking wild. It doesn't look like it. Yeah. <laughs> it did not. He looked like he beefed up. Or maybe that But was I knew that was Raul. Yeah, well, I knew it when I saw his, when I saw him take it off. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. Raul. So, yes, um, Phantasma's here. Yep, and he goes, and he unmasks himself, and he goes by the name Santos Escobar. Watch him, watch him go to the main roster and be known as Escobar. And then wait, and then I'm gonna wait for it to get camped the kibosh because of reasons. Reasons. Yeah, right. You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? Not a freaking. Where is he from? Uh. Answer my question. Where is he from? And. Yeah, here you go. Okay. Yeah. Terrible. Uh. Now let's get to something that's not so terrible. Yes. AE did ye. No, to me AEW was terrible. It wasn't. Hi, to me, the highlight, there were two highlights. Well, one highlight and then medium light and a bunch of low lights. Okay. The highlight was, to me, was uh, the scouting done by the horsemen. You were talking about the tag match between the Butcher and the Blade versus FTR. In my opinion, Butcher and the Blade were the workhorses. Of course. FTR looks completely out of shape. Well, they've been look. Well, I, I just say they were taking it easy. They had the night off. Yeah. You can tell in, throughout the match they had the night off. And, they, and the Butcher and the Blade made them look really good. But 
If you dash isn't moving as well with that e-race. You mean dex? Yeah, whatever. It'll still be dash. You, you're referring to Scott Dawson, right? Because he's the one that normally has that e-race. The bald one? Dax Hardwood? Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I understand. Um, we did have a uh, women's tag match. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, immediately skipped. Garbage. Hot garbage. But I did like Britt Baker's promo. Britt Baker has been really good at this heel angle lately, and I am... Again, I'm in a weird place, because part of me, the objective wrestling fan in me is like, oh my god, she knows how to cut a heel promo, she's doing really good but the other half of me is when she when I start hearing it, I'm like, must resist urge to punch face. That's that's a good heel. But that's a good heel though. Yep. So that's like Speaking of good heels, uh MJF. Oh my lord, this dude. When he cut a promo saying how how he didn't uh, deserve how he didn't get you know a, a chip a title shot from Cody. Mm-hmm. Although he's proved he's beaten Cody. Mm-hmm. And he beat Jungle Boy. So he has a claim. That's very true, and it's but, very. I mean, I don't be. Interested. Did you like the? Um, sorry to interrupt, but uh, what was it? Sammy Guevara wrestled Colt Cabana. That was a decent match. Decent match. Um, Guevara won with a very GTS looking maneuver. That is his maneuver. Pretty nice, and um, they followed up Colt Cabana's struggle to join the Dark Order, and actually went through the heel tunnel, and went inside. Brody Lee's office. And then you also, don't forget you also have the distinction between Hold on, we gotta talk about uh Matt Hardy with his um broken phase promo. <laughs> Pretty interesting how they did that. Uh boys saying about the dissension. Um we also don't forget we have dissension currently going on thanks to Allie and the nightmare tag. Ah yes, because the they, they have a they have an upcoming uh, tag title match with Omega and Paige. And I will say this those new shirts look horrible that Ellie designed. But speaking speaking of uh but yeah um John Moxley with Alex Marvez backstage near the parking lot. Moxley's cutting a Moxley promo like Moxley does because Moxley's been Moxley since Moxley. Yeah. Yes. I don't know where Brian K- well, I don't know where Taz shows up. And then Brian Cage attacks him behind. They have a brawl. Brian Cage slams him on the um the windshield. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's how we end there. Um could have done better yes. with that brawl. That's why I say NXT won in my book. I agree. I agree. Even we and we even forgot uh, the Tegan Knox match. Yeah. Um one match I will not forget was the main event. It was Mark Quinn mm-hmm. versus Cody. Much better than the Jungle Boy versus Cody match. I agree. But the one thing that made me angry mm-hmm. <laughs> was, I mean, yeah, Cody won the match. Mark Quinn got his ankle attacked. And I love the transition from the um, shooting, star pr- shooting star press into the ankle lock. Nice. Into that Indian death lock. Mm-hmm. Old school. Now let's get to the post match. You know where I'm going with this, aren't you? When Jake Hager comes in, tries to make a claim to Cody's title, yeah. out come the inner circle. Out, out comes Private Party with Matt Hardy again. And Mark Quinn! Jeez. 
Sell, mother. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mother trucker. Thank you. You shouldn't even be out there. You just wrestled. You have a you torn up ankle. I don't want to see you limping out there with a steel chair. Yeah. Come on. Like, dude, for real. Indy. But, yeah, I agree with you. NXT was a better show. Mm-hmm. I have our main event already locked up. All right, cool. So, superstar shoutouts? Superstar shoutouts. Chico Adams. We haven't talked about him lately. Yeah, dude's been busy. He's been working with Make-A-Wish. He's working with uh, um, speaking at elementary school where he was. Be a star. Yes. Anti-bully campaigns. Um, Rob Risen. Get his book now. Hell of a confession. He makes his ARW debut Friday. Yes. Um, Shoutouts to... Greg Allen, one of my favorite commentators of all time. He's going to be making his in-ring announcer debut. He does. You disagree. That's fine. Shout-outs to Brian Zane. He has a new video out where he reviews Living Dangerously 2000. I actually watched that uh, earlier this morning. The it new was- Jack Spot uh, where he uh, literally destroyed himself. Yeah. Yeah, um... When a wrestler says no, <laughs> replan, don't say, oh, we're going to go for it and drag Vic Grimes all just all 400 pounds of him to land on your face. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Jesus, oh, and happy birthday to one of the OSW boys, Jay Hunter. Yay, happy birthday, Jay. Mm-hmm. And am I missing anybody? Lexi. Let's see. Oh, and happy birthday. I'm going to butcher her name. The current AEW Women's Champion. Hikaru Shida. Thank you. 32 years old. Oh. And I think that's it for right now. Oh, also shout outs to our folks at the Team Vision Dojo. They're also going to be back on Saturday as well. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, at Team Vision Dojo on Instagram. Get your tickets. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for our pre. Thank you for listening to our pre-show. Which are always long-winded. Exactly. We're beginning. We're. This is becoming a habit. We need to stop. Well, it's only twenty-five minutes. Oh, okay. So we're gonna get to the main card. Uh, stay tuned. Yeah. Alrighty then. It is main card time. And we're going to be reviewing and giving our takes on the NXT TakeOver in your house, which was Sunday, July, or June 7th, sorry, in Winter Park, Florida, in front of a zero crowd at Full Sail University. <laughs> the second largest crowd in Full Sail history. Behind <laughs> WrestleMania. Because WrestleMania legitimately had nobody. Oh my goodness gracious. In your house at least had some people. Yeah, it had yeah. the wrestlers. Had spectators. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. So, as you, there's gonna be, if you listen to our pre show, you know there's gonna be some, some spoilers yeah. already. But, this was a fun, for me, it was a fun show. I know a lot of, a lot of the bigger, uh, like Brian Zane did not like it as much <laughs> as we would have liked. Maybe it's because it was too retro. 
Um, Aaron I, Rift enjoyed the show. Okay. I mean, if you like wrestling, yeah, n- or wrestling nostalgia, yeah, you'd like this pay per view. If you're a WWE, if you're an old school, new generations WWE fan, you like it. Yeah. So it was it was fun seeing the old um, set. It was fun seeing Todd so, Pettengill. Yeah, especially Todd Pettengill. Speaking of the old set, now it was an old new set. A little little fun fact for you. Mm-hmm. The garage. Yeah. It's the original garage. Okay. They had it in house. The um the the house set itself mm-hmm. was mostly old, but re redone so they could put the LED screen in the windows. So let's talk about the matches. Okay, yes. so first up, you have the six women tag match. Oof. Between with Mia Yim, Shotzi, and Tegan beating Candice, Dakota, and Raquel. It was a good opening match. Yes. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It had your spots, and Shotzi came out in her tank. Tank. I was surprised that Tegan, or not Tegan, but uh. Dakota, Dakota didn't, didn't try to get into the tank. Again. Again. I think what would be cool is she ever gets to the, if Shotzi gets to the main or to one of the Raw Smackdowns mm-hmm. and gets to a WrestleMania, she drives in on that tank and it shoots t-shirts. The that barrel, would be kind of like cool. Okay. I think that would be pretty cool. That would be great for live events. Yeah, right. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, next up. Hold on. We didn't discuss. This. Uh, yeah, we gotta go pull you the card. Like, I give it a three. Solid three. Good opener. I give it two seven five. Fucking Russian dread. Sorry. I mean, it, I mean, it was fine for what it was, but you know, it was, it was one of the middle six uh, women tag match, but it wasn't bad. It was a solid opener. Two point five. And Man, you called me the Russian judge. She's a Lithuanian judge. It was. It was. Svetlana. Svetlana. In old country, two member, one member per team doesn't just disappear. Thank Not you. Not without secret police. <laughs> secret square. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's true. Candace and Mia just. Yeah, they off. went to the back. I'm just like. <laughs> I'm like. Shenanigan read. Was there cake? Huh. What happened? We're captains. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, apparently. So it's like that. I would have done it more if it wasn't for that because, you know, there naturally. There cupcakes involved. Uh, yeah. Apparently. So which I don't blame them because, you know, free cupcakes. Who's going to say no? So that's uh, one in the lost column for both me and the big man. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we both voted for Team Candace and we lost. Mm-hmm. Um, next match. Finn Balor defeats Damian Priest Ooh. in a great technical match. This was a well done match. Yes, it was. Match. It was to me the second best match on the card. I give this match four stars. I really, really enjoyed it. Solid work from Damian Priest and solid work from Finn fighting underneath a very scary spot, reminiscent to Shawn Michaels and Taker Royal Rumble. You know what I'm talking about. When he took the bump off the casket and landed like spine first. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Damien. Cringe on the cringe on the cringe. With cringe on top. But yes, overall, the right person won in my opinion. And uh, yeah. And Damien still looks strong. And Damien still looks strong. I'm going to have to agree. Four stars. This was a well thought out match. A couple 
couple little botchy things, but I love how they just went counter for counter for counter for counter. I was like... Crisp. Yeah. It was... Can I chef's kiss this one? Mwah. It was so nice. And I will give it a 4.125. Wow. Okay. Why? Because it was a good match. And... They figured I gotta be weird and not agree on a four star. <laughs> <laughs> you can agree with. Well, that. no, because if because it'll be boring podcast. Yeah, that's true. We gotta be honest. All right, next. Next up with a singles match for the North American Championship between Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano. I won. I called three spots in this match. <laughs> yes, you did. Which included somebody who was going to get body checked in the or in and through the glass. I won on that one. Yes, you did. Yes. Um, Very well done. I'm sorry. I see glass and I know Keith Lee's on the card. Somebody is going to Did you it. like Johnny Gargano's entrance uh, through the door? I thought that was quite comical. <laughs> yeah. When I saw him walking, I'm like, okay, two things are going to happen. One, Keith Lee's getting poked in the eye again. And two, Gargano. And I called it too. You can ask Queen about it. Yeah. I was like, watch this. Oh, he locked the door? He's going to try to get through it. I'm surprised they didn't call his house the Gargano Escape. Ah. That would be kind of fun. Or you could say, oh, Keith Lee didn't check me. I escaped through the plexiglass. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that check was like... It was crazy. Monty Brown eats your heart out. Pretty, it, it was. It was very reminiscent. I think the only thing that would have made it better is if the glass actually broke instead of just coming loose. Well, well it was, it's hockey glass. Hockey glass breaks. Yeah, I was about to say. It shatters. That's, oh. This is plexiglass we're dealing with. Okay. Um, I thought it was, I, I was all saying. I think it was more like sand than plexi. I guess so. But an, another four-star match for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is tied with match of the night, in my opinion. Um, Johnny Gargano, sneaky heel. Yes. A Keith Lee, dominant face. Mm-hmm. Can't really go wrong with these two at the end of the day. No, you really can't. It was it was a well done. I thought it was a well thought out match. The spots were good. Uh-huh. How slow? Um, it was it was just a lot of fun to see. I will give it a four and a half. Okay. Tied for second as well. But I liked how strong Keith looked the entire match, even when he still got his eye almost poked out by Keith. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Cool. Uh, let's talk about the commercials. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of that, go get it. Do we have one still? There's one left for me. The William Friegel commercial. Yep. Well, not just the William Regal commercial. What about the like, Adam Cole commercial? No, the commercial with Shotzi. Yeah. And Tegan. And Tegan. I just love the Ico Pro commercial. I that was it. awesome. That was hilarious. And then obviously the WWE bars. Mm-hmm. Which we have one left. Yep. They actually taste really good, surprisingly. I wouldn't know. And this one has the man, Becky Lynch, on it. The last one. The last two I had. I couldn't see anybody on it. Mm-hmm. So who's going to try it? Who's going to eat it? Try you it. You have to throw it at me? For the yes. pod. Damn. For the pod. I said I was going to try it. Yeah, yeah I know. But, but 
One of us. One. Okay, we're done. I do not believe in cults. Thank you. <laughs> but you like the cult of Lee? No, I like the cult of Holics. Ah! No, remember, we were in the cult of headbanging. Trouble, 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 trouble. trouble. Y'all are ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Okay, so it's my first time eating an ice cream bar in like 10 years. Sensing like a Nilla wafer type deal here. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, what was next? Uh, yes, next match on the card. In my opinion, the worst match. <laughs> next the card on the match. Did I say that? Yes. No, she did. Oh, <laughs> That's how bad this match was. <laughs> was the the last chance back lot brawl. Ha! Oh my god! At least nobody got run over by a car. Womp womp womp. I, the saving grace of the match mm. was the fire extinguisher spot and the overcompensation by Adam Cole coming out and not like the truck. I thought the saving grace was the Lambo and um, Dream coming out looking like Negan from The Walking Dead. <laughs> Couple of years too late, dude. But still, he did it. He's becoming the cosplay king of NXT. Okay, uh, I will say though mm-hmm. that I'm happy they didn't use the Lambo to destroy it. Yes. WWE has a propensity for destroying nice vehicles. That's Just true. ask Del Rio. <laughs> yeah, and there's many, many Rolls Royces. So many Rolls Royces. XJBL. Um. Now, is it me or did the moment I saw this, it like the setup mm-hmm. and how the match was going to go down, I'm like, there's no way in the world Velveteen Dream is going to win. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just like, this was shot so bad in terms of cinematic WWE uh, matches from, from, uh, the Undertaker from the Graveyard match to the Firefly Funhouse match to the freaking um, Great War. This was bad. Mm-hmm. Like the match itself gets two. Like if I'm going by wrestling, but everything else around it dimmed it way down. Like if they took the, the dramatic effects out of it, easy three star. But. It's a two for me. I would have just said, hey, instead of calling it the back lot brawl, you just call it a, a no holds barred street fight. Street fight. Mm, I've given it a two as well. This one had the potential of going up there along can... the lines of the graveyard match and the Firefly Funhouse. This had massive potential, and the way they were building it up, it was like it was a sure thing for. Dream to win. I felt like Dream got screwed for whatever the heck reason. And yeah, so um, while I could appreciate the concept of, you know, grainy cell phone, you know, like someone was filming it from their iPhone or something, I can kind of appreciate that. But at the end of the day, it's like, dude, 
And there's one thing you forgot to mention. What? Dexter Loomis. This was a direct stab mm -hmm. at AEW. How is it a direct stab at AEW? Because oh, same champion. Yeah. Oh, they did an outside match. Really? They did an outside, an outside match. match. Yeah, but they had a whole football stadium to play with. WWE had a parking lot. I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying it's like WWE has okay. they, they had the facility. They had a WrestleMania in a parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean pretty much. In <laughs> Oh, Vegas. Yeah. Which actually wasn't a halfway deal. Jim Ross's first mania. It really wasn't a halfway it wasn't a halfway bad. Mania. It wasn't a bad show until the end. Thank yeah. you, Hogan. Next. <laughs> but they had the they had the wrong people. If they were going to do an outdoor match, they had the wrong people. Mm -hmm. They should have done it last year and had Gargano versus Ciampa. Ooh. Mm. I, I just, In that type of a setting, Gargano Ciampa would have worked better. Or uh, uh, Killian Dane with um, insert name here. Damian Priest. Mm-mm. Faith. Yeah, I just, mm. So anyway, what's the next one? Now that we've got the, I need the next one to get the taste of the shitbag match out of my mouth. Well, I know there's gonna be a score. Well, I got, I got, yeah, I know one. What? The glorious squash between Karrion Cross and. That's actually next up on the list. Champa. This. Looking like tomato Champa. <laughs> the way Cross literally was about to pop off his head and at and that submission hold that Champa passed out. Yeah, but still at the end. I will actually say that was a quite enjoyable match. Gargano look or Champa looked strong. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Until he passed the, the hell out. You got the names. No, he, he corrected himself. Mm -hmm. But him looking strong. I don't think that. I, I was think I was thinking John Cena, Brock Lesnar, uh, SummerSlam 14, 2014. This match, it was a squash, so I can't give it any higher than a three. So I'm giving it a three. I'm giving it a I'm giving it a four point nine. Three for the match, mm -hmm. and the rest for Scarlett. <laughs> Come on, we've got to figure out a way to deal. With the hotness known as Scarlet. Her ring gear was amazing. She's a very fashionable lady. She is a very fashionable lady. Her bodysuit would her bodysuit, her makeup is on point. And I like what they're doing with her. I like her yes. now we had we've in multiple podcasts in the past, we've talked about who could come in and be Sister Abigail. Mm-hmm. The way that they're portraying her right now, just being the crazy psychopath, yep, would be a I, would be an interesting fit. It would, but there's if she many, wasn't Cross's valet, there's too many crazy psychopaths in the E right now. That's true. Well, I mean, there's only two. No, there's more. Anyway, um, what are you giving us? I'm gonna go ahead and give it a three. While it was, I'm gonna give it a three point five actually. Okay. While it was a squash, it it still made Tommaso look decent. 
and you know the and the entrances were there. The look is definitely there. You can kind of tell like as they come out every time, it's becoming more and more polished. And I'm really and you can kind of tell like they're really digging their characters mm -hmm. because you know, we say it all the time. If when they're in their their niche, when they're in when a wrestler's in their groove. You can tell because they just take whatever the character they've got and they roll with it so well. Well, remember what Triple H, Stone Cold, and Taker had said. What? That the best characters mm -hmm. are the individual turned up to 12. That's true. So, can you... So, it's safe to say that in the David versus Goliath trifecta, mm -hmm. uh, Goliath is 2 to 1. Much. Yeah, so this was like, um, yeah, this was a pretty interesting, like I said, it was pretty interesting. Um, it got carrying crossover, and that's what mattered. Yeah. Okay. Grand finale. And the final match, in my opinion, was the best match of the night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Triple threat for the NXT Women's Championship yep. between Charlotte and EO. And Rhea. Yep. Best the the spot of the night goes to Io Shirai's yes. Moonsault. Yeah, I agree. And the fact that she nobody moved. And jumped off and she jumped off the uh, And she jumped off the top rope to the middle of the ring. No, I'm talking about the stage. Oh that all oh, her swan dive? Mm-hmm. She was the workhorse of this match, flat out simple. She took all the heavy spots. Charlotte and Rhea did a great job rekindling their feud from WrestleMania, mm -hmm. keeping that going. I could see Rhea going to the main roster and wreaking havoc. No pun intended. Yeah. Wreaking havoc on the main roster. Yeah. Okay. So. I give it a 4.7. I give it, I honestly, I give it a five star. Ooh. I gave it a five star. First one for you. Yep. These women worked their butts off. They worked their butts off throughout the entire match. Charlotte with her sneaky heel tactics. Ripley just being the brawler that she is. Beating the unholy crow. And then of course they don't call Io Shirai the genius of the sky for nothing. <laughs> she definitely proved it. The right person won. Congratulations, Io Shirai. By the way, it's not uh, underhanded heel tactics, it's flare tactics. Get it right. Still, either way, she played it well. Yeah. I She did play it well, but I'm just telling you. When yeah. there's a flare involved, it's not dirty underhanded tactics, it's flare tactics. Well, I said heel tactics. Like yes. Said, dirty underhanded tactics. So. I was waiting for the crotch shot. It's flare, it's crotch shot. Well, it's talking about Charlotte, not Rick. That's true. Um, so, but I'm, I'm very, but I was very pleased on how this match came out. EO deserved all the fanfare, all the confetti, all the streamers. Right. She deserved all of that because she's been working since her arrival. She had been working her, her tail off the entire time. So it's like it. To me, I felt like this was well deserving of her. 
And it still was a good showing by Rhea. And it's still a decent showing by one Charlotte. So, all in all, five stars. Cool. Game. This is where I really disagree. Okay. So, I'm sorry, guys. I can't give this any higher than a four. Okay. Um, I actually gave it a three seventy five, mainly because of a lot of the botch. I mainly because of a lot of the um, messy spots. Okay. And um, you know, but I'm not gonna. Di but besides that, and obviously, uh, Rhea Ripley taking a really massive shot to the face mm. at that finish, cringe. But still. It was a very solid main event. Um, I, the effort put forth by all three women were tremendous, especially Io. Mm -hmm. Like these, like Big Man said, she was a workhorse, and by God, she won it. Yeah, she became NXT champion, which was a shock to the system to everybody in this household. Yeah, because <laughs> we all got that wrong. Yeah, but yeah, poor Rhea Ripley. She's been on the downswing. No, no poor Raw and SmackDown. No pun intended. Yeah. And then now Raw and SmackDown are going to have to face the wrath of Charlotte. Thank you, booking. No. Oh, speaking of booking, since we finished the pay-per-view. Mm. Yeah, before we go into the main event. Hold on. Uh, overall rating of the show, for me, gets an A-. minus. I get an A. B+. plus. Okay. So now this is just then this is breaking news. Yeah. Uh, to help streamline uh, our creative writing process for television, we have consolidated both teams for Ron, from Ron SmackDown into one group, who is now being led by Bruce Bloody Pritchard. Okay, so um, there's going to be riots around Greenwich and Orlando, respectively. Mm. No one is going to get any sleep. I feel sorry for the writers. Mm -hmm. I feel sorry for anybody who is still working there. They're going to have a very hard time making it through their jobs. And that is stupid. Solidating all of your staff to one and having that workload of not just... You know, maintaining the longest weekly episodic television show in history, but also the B show in SmackDown. That's I thought, ridiculous. I thought you were talking the other way around. The longest episodic show and the A show being SmackDown. Exactly. It, no, but I mean, I see where they're coming from. How? All right, so the reason I see why the consolidation is good for business is the fact that Right now, with everything that's happening, there's still no live audiences. Right. They're losing viewership. Mm -hmm. So, they need to get under one flag, one person, and let them sink the ship, so to say. I guess if you want to call it that. Now, the problem with that is, why not just furlough people? They've already furloughed enough. I, I know, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you're going to consolidate... like. It's, It doesn't. It doesn't do well with morale. Like I like. I get the fact that get a special team for that shit. You know what I mean. Like just you don't really like if you're gonna consolidate 
everybody for the time being, that's great. But if you're going to consolidate it permanently with Bruce Pritchard at the helm, that's, a lot. that's still a lot, even without fans. That's still a lot for the writers to come up with. And they're taping this. So you're talking about all hours of the night. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel I don't know. I I I don't agree with it, but I understand where they're coming from at least. I do too. And but out of all people, Bruce Pritchard. It could be worse. It could be Russo. Could be worse. Could be Ed Ferrara. This <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So that will do with uh, our review. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with our predictions for Backlash. Yeah! Stay tuned, guys. You've been wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the host, the event for the greatest wrestling match ever. Backlash returns for the first time in two years since that dreaded main event between Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe. 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 Joe, no. So, uh, Backlash 2020, Dayton venue. Oh, venue is the same as it's been for the last three months. (laughs) The WWE Performance Center in Orlando, June 14th, 2020, behind closed doors. That should have been the name, the tagline. Mm -hmm. WWE Backlash, behind closed Closed doors. Yes. Sounds too much like a porno. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so card goes as advertised. You have a singles match for the United States Championship. Oof. Uh, the challengers, Andrade, and the champion is Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz wins. Please stop with Andrade being in the U.S. title feuds. Amen. I am sick of this. Amen. 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 Man, put him somewhere else, please. Next up is a triple threat tag match triple for the threat. WWE Women's Tag Championships. Oh. You have, they have to fix it because, uh, I don't know, they fixed it. Bailey and Sasha defend against Bliss, uh, Bliss Cross, uh-huh. and the Iconics. Yes. Ooh. I honestly think the Iconics are going to get it. Me too. But realistically, Bailey and Sasha are probably going to hold on to it. Galvanizing the titles yet again. I smell shenanigans. Really? From who? From Sasha? From Sasha and Bailey. I think Sasha might cost Bailey the match. Ooh! Or Sasha gets pinned by the Iconics, sing- signaling the rift. Ooh. I like that. Mm-hmm. Or, same thing with Bliss Cross. Yeah. They might do that too. No, I don't think that Bliss Cross are going to split up. They're actually doing really good on merch sales. No, but I mean, like, Bliss Cross could pin, like, Sasha or Bailey. Ah. Dun, 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 dun. <clears throat> Next up is one of two matches on the card that does not have a title. Okay. Uh, Hardy versus Sheamus. Jeff Hardy needs to win. Put yes. this uh, shameless storyline to sleep. That just goes to show. That just goes to show how desperate they are. They're using his well, real life. Well, it's Vince McMahon. I know. This is the type of guy that performs, uh, that had a segment where he played Dr. Heine on Jim Ross. I remember that segment. That's true. This right is the after same Jim guy Ross who had a WrestleMania match against God. Yeah. Didn't work. And still lost. Yeah. 
No, you're wrong. He did have a match against God, but guess what? It, guess where it was? Backlash. Oh, it was Backlash. Okay. Two thousand six. Oh, you think? Fourteen years ago. Yep. So. Uh. All right. Next up is the Raw Women's Championship between Asuka and Nia Jax. Because it's not cooked. Um. Asuka wins. Yep. Where should I get? I don't see any shenanigans. No, I think I think Nia wins via DQ. Ooh. You want to keep this feed going? Okay. I can see that. Because a certain Kabuki warrior comes back and just beats everybody because of her. Oh. Uh, to keep that to keep that IRL story going. Maybe. But that would mean. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, she attacks Nia Jax and yeah. Nia wins via DQ. Yep, gotcha. Next up is a two-on-one handicap match for Universal Championship. Oh! Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the champion, Braun Strowman uh-huh. versus... Uh, Miz and Morse? Miz and the Wackerson. So, is it safe to say that um, the Marine and Boone, the bounty hunter, are going to get filleted <laughs> by Strowman? Strowman. If Braun Strowman doesn't win this, I give up. <laughs> I give up. Well, I will look, give up. Here, hold on. Let's look at his records and <laughs> handicap matches. He lost the WWE Championship in a handicap match. He never. I was about to say. The, sorry, the Intercontinental Championship in a handicap match. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so he doesn't fare very well in handicap matches. Mm-hmm. He should get uh, advice from AJ Styles. Next up is the singles match for the WWE Championship. Okay. Drew McIntyre will lose to Bobby Lashley. I agree. Why do you think that? Bobby needs a push. Yeah, and shenanigan MVP. And I think they're going to build up Lashley versus Lesnar. Which the honestly Beast versus the Almighty. Which that actually has the potential of being a damn good match. Yeah. They're very familiar with each other. They've wrestled numerous times in the past. No, they have not. They've never wrestled each other. I thought they wrestled No. Nope. They wrestled an impact. They've never wrestled. Brock Lesnar has never been an impact. <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry>. Squirrel! <laughs> I thought we were talking Rock about Brock was Lashley. in Japan at that point. I thought we were and talking about UFC. Lashley versus No, not Lashley versus McIntyre. I'm talking about, which actually would be a nice hoss match. I'm talking about Lashley versus Lesnar. BL versus BL. Mm-hmm. And then the main event. A lot of shenanigans are going to happen in this match. You have the legend killer, legend himself, Randall Keith Orton. Mm-hmm. Versus a legend who cut his hair. Can't believe he did that. Mm. And the... Rated PG-13 superstar. <laughs> <clears throat> Remember, he hits kids now, so he's been downgraded to PG-13. He's not wrong, I mean. Yeah, sure. Oh my god. Everyone face palm just now, y'all. I know you can't see it. Now if Lita shows up, then it may be a no. PG-13 plus. We do not want Lita there. No. Lita can stay away. That's your opinion. She can stay away. So Randy's gonna win. 
Yes. Edge is gonna win. I call, well, I call Randy gonna win because Edge won the Mania, so Randy needs to get his win back. Um. This is the rubber and match. I can see the rubber match happening at SummerSlam. Ooh. At Hogan's backyard. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rumor has it. Speaking of that, since we have officially gone through the card, we've t- I know we've talked about Tony Khan, uh, uh, in essence, telling Linda. Uh, no, telling Hogan. Mm-hmm. That he is not allowed at any AEW events. Now he's come out and told Linda. Oh, this was weeks ago. I don't. I know. I don't know if we talked about it. Uh, we didn't really talk about it. But the one thing that kind of gets me to chuckle Uh is the fact that he hasn't even mentioned anything about Bubba the Love Sponge. Right, but no one has because everyone wants to forget that douchebag. Yep. So. That is it for the main card. We'll be right back with our main event. Are you fucking kidding me? No, we're not. Stay tuned. It is your... Main event. Thank you, 1990s. What do you think? This is brought to you by Gushers, not sponsored. Exactly. I see. Not sponsored. Chris. And... Kool-Aid, not sponsored. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, two, uh, two things two we got to talk about. Things. Yes. Yeah. Number one, Vince is angry again. Oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a surprise to anybody? No. Uh, he lost a couple He lost a couple million dollars when the XFL had to cancel. Well, not only did he have to, because you know how um, the spectators has been forced to uh, make noise. Yeah. It, especially when they're being taped guess who showed up on set on one of the shows Vince to be a on hands editor oh boy so if Vince had to get out of his office to do that you know something went wrong but that's not what we're talking about what we're talking about is a Twitter war yes everybody knee slap on three one two three <laughs> Randy Orton hates that. <laughs> As he said on Twitter. These slap. Wait for it. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. So what's this all about? Well, apparently one Mr. Randall Randall Keith, this is not the first time him shooting his mouth off. Hashtag dive, hashtag headlock. Yeah, pretty much. It's like he's now it's hashtag leg slap. Mm-hmm. Where he went after the folks of of NXT. I forgot exactly what he said, but he did the hashtag leg slap. To which Tommaso Ciampa, given what I thought was one of the best clapbacks I've seen in Twitter print in a very long time, by saying, I finally figured out a way for my new daughter to fall asleep. Just put on a Randy Orton mask. Out like a light. Better than NyQuil. Brutal. Especially 2009. So I was like, so... It's so funny. And I'm just like, that's what you get, you know, for shooting your mouth off. But I kind of understand his point. He's an older, he's from the older generation. One can make the argument. Yep. As a, he's a third generation, right? Yep. Okay. Bob Orton Sr. and Cowboy Bob Orton. Thank you. So he's a third generation wrestler. So he's 
very much of the of the belief in ring psychology and storytelling. He thinks doing acrobatics for the sake of doing acrobatics is not storytelling. Well, you also got to look at where he grew up at. That's true. Missouri, near the Memphis area, Memphis wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of lineage there. A lot, a lot of lineage. So, I mean, it, but again, it's this whole thing of, but the main reason why Vince is pissed about this Twitter war is that there is apparently an unspoken rule that unless you're in a feud with somebody, you don't go after them or you don't bait them or whatever. Very true. So, and apparently Tommaso and Randall Keith have, sorry about that. I'm some, like Some heat. Yeah, they're, they're heating up and the thing of it is is that they're not booked against each other, so Vince can't exploit it. Exactly. <laughs> so now what? We shall wait and see. So we shall wait and see. So, I mean, I see Randall's point. I also see uh, Tommaso's point of, you know, basically when he clapped back like that, he was just basically saying, hey, listen, dude, just keep your nose on your face and I'll keep my nose on mine. Right. Dude. So. <laughs> so, uh, big man. Yeah. Where's your take on this? An old decrepit man was shooting his mouth off. In Randy Orton. In Randy Orton? <laughs> so, wait a minute. It's a new generation style. It's a new style of wrestling. Right. Wrestling has evolved and Randy just, Randy hasn't come around to it yet. I haven't done that in a long time. True. I haven't done, we haven't done the Randy in a long time. Well, he's healed, so he's Randall Keith. Oh, okay. Um, Brother Keith. Brother Keith. Speaking of wrestling. Yes. Uh, something is happening in the state of Alabama. Yes. Big, the big man just informed us of this. Uh, big man, what's going on with Alabama? Well, the Alabama Gaming Commission has now said that in order to wrestle in the state of Alabama, you have to have a license, and they are allowing one promotion to have one wrestling match per day in the entire state. So you can't. Ha- so let's just say if all if um Leeds Alabama has promotion, yeah, and Montgomery Alabama has promotion, right? Right. They can't host on the same day. Yep, they can't do it. And it's and I'm sitting there going, man, thank goodness this law yeah. <laughs> isn't in effect in Florida. Because we know in these three promotions right off the bat, we don't shut up about them. <laughs> it's you know, we got ARW, WXW, WXW, and the Team Vision Dojo. Yep. They they all have th- and of course, you know, even we said it earlier, it's like WXW and Team Vision Dojo are running shows on the same night. Uh-huh. So it's that would just be so disadvantage, uh, such a big disadvantage. And we were talking about um, that WrestleMania, that the odds of WrestleMania ever going back to Alabama have drastically dwindled down to nothing. Well, they've never been in Alabama. Well, so they've never been, but I don't think they'll ever go now. But right. but it, but now it's because WrestleMania, now you can't have, because of this, Wrestle, uh, WrestleCon couldn't go to WrestleMania. 
Yeah, WrestleCon can be in Alabama. Mm-mm. No. So, I don't know how it would work, but... Is it weird that some states still consider wrestling a sport? Still. Because a lot of them revolve around Vince McMahon's ideal image of entertainment. And, uh, it, so, yes it now you got to put in licenses, which will be great for the wrestlers. Maybe they'll get insurance. That would be awesome. I mean, personally, me, I consider... Thank you, AEW. Yeah, right. Uh, personally, me, I consider it a sport just because I see how much training and how much time and effort goes into it. I, I consider it a sport. but I, I, I consider don't. it both sports and entertainment because it kind of revolves around both. And if it's an athletic, it's an it's an it's an athletic it's an athletic entertainment. Yeah, it's but an it's, athletic performance. But yes, you can also call it a sport. Yeah, I mean, if if dance is a sport. Yeah, right. Wrestling know, definitely can be a sport. Yeah, right. I mean, that's the way I look at it. It's just if you are a hundred and ten percent committed to the lifestyle that is professional wrestling. Uh huh. I don't care what anybody says. You're a freaking athlete to me. Anybody who can sit in a car for 12 hours, much less drive that car for 12 freaking hours. Anybody who can train four hours a day and take bumps in the ring. Anybody who can... Six days a week. Take bumps six days a week. Train train six days, six to seven days a week. In the gym, seven days a week, sometimes twice a day. Yeah, car rides. Car rides. Ten to twelve hours long, sometimes twenty. Watching, watching your what you're eating, making sure your conditioning's in 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 order, making sure you got the cardio. All of that on the road in places you've never been to. It's a nightmare. Yeah. It's an. I mean, and that's why it's like I give kudos to anybody who does it, and all and all the they want in return. Is your cheers, your booze, your adulation, your adulation? You say you walking up and saying, "Hey, you did a great match out there." Possibly even buying their merch. Yep, support. Yes, support. It comes in all forms. Right. So we'll close this off with two, with uh, me saying we. I know we haven't done a headlock and hip toss lately, mainly because we have a back to back to back pay per views and <laughs> events. So when we come back from our headlock and hip toss, we're going to revisit two sagas that we have not completed. Not yet. <laughs> the WrestleMania era, because we still got the 90s to do. Yes, we do. And we are going to rescript and redo for the third and final time. God damn it. The Monday Night Wars. Yes. First time on Spotify. Yay. And we will be having special guests. Through said saga. So stay tuned for that. Yep. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for tuning in. And we will catch you the next time we do this. That'll be a three sweet. We out.